Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And now, the Connecticut Business Blend with the Hartford Business Journal on WTIC News Talk 1080. Let's bring in Greg Bordnero for the Connecticut Business Blend. Of course, he's from the Hartford Business Journal. And this week, it's actually, you know, it's a big issue. It's actually very dynamic. They have their economic outlook, and they also have five people to watch in 2024. Greg Bordnero from the Hartford Business Journal joining us. Uh, Greg, Happy New Year. How are you doing? Good. Happy New Year, Brian. Uh, listen, uh, let's start actually with let's start with the economic outlook. Just tell us what the what what do you I guess what, what's the metric? What are you looking at, and then what do you see? So you know, we we looked at a lot of different industries. We also did our own uh, reader survey, which we do every year. Uh, and overall, I think there's some guarded optimism. Um, I think you know, the interest rate, higher interest rate environment created some uncertainty last year, but with interest rates now probably sort of reaching their peak, um, there's still a lot of open jobs in Connecticut. I think there's guarded optimism that we'll see growth uh, in the year ahead, as uh, whereas last year, a year ago. Um, there were, you know, more. I think there was more thoughts that there would be a recession sometime in in 2023. There seems to be less concern about a recession this year. Not to say that growth is going to be huge, but I think there's some guarded optimism that will be some growth again in in Connecticut uh, in 2024. So you're pretty optimistic. Yeah, I would say definitely more, much more optimistic than people were a year ago. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how that that actually translates. Um, you know, when when the numbers come down. Yeah, it's funny when you everyone got sort of hoodwinked about the recession in 2023, and then everyone, no one says it's off the table, but everyone just says, you know, it's optimistic now and watch it'll happen. It's just the way sort of it goes. Uh, Greg Bordenero with the Hartford Business Journal joining us here on the Connecticut Business Plan. Really fascinated about your five to watch. Uh, the new Aetna president, Brian Kane, uh, you spoke to him directly, I believe. Uh, he's new, uh, relatively young. He's moved up to the area. Give us some details. Yeah, so you know what? What so I had a, a pretty good, good sit-down interview with him in uh, about early mid-December, uh, and what sort of surprised me was that you know he's he's bought a or he's he's been looking to buy a house in Connecticut. He's temporarily settled in a, in a condo in, in West Hartford, and he's still in the housing market. Um, to me, what that is a first signal that that's probably a good sign for for Aetna. 
Um, you know, executives today, they don't always live where the headquarters are. Maybe they're not always at the headquarters anymore. Um, so he's, he's in Hartford. Uh, he's at the office uh, when he's not traveling. You know, he's basically in the office five days a week. He wants people back to the office. He wants to sort of reawaken, um, you know, Aetna's presence in the, in the market. You know, since the pandemic and since the CBS deal, uh, Aetna has been quieter in the community, both you, on the, the not got do you believe them? Do you believe that they're gonna not gonna down? I mean, because my assumption is always it's because CVS is on top now that the presence here is gonna get smaller and smaller. Uh, it, it, he didn't say that they are going to. Yeah, he didn't make any guarantees about employment levels. In fact, they didn't. That you know, is not even disclosing how many people are employed in Hartford at, at anymore. They they use a bigger number of you know. Here's how many people CVS employs overall in Connecticut, which includes the pharmacies. Um, but I don't think you're going to see the head, headquarters get relocated, um, which is you know partially a, a big thing because uh, you know Aetna, right, Aetna is a big part of CVS's overall business and the insurance you know employee base is, is in Hartford it's what Hartford's known for CVS is based in Woonsocket Rhode Island not as much of an insurance uh, base there to pull from so I, I think there is some confidence that Aetna will will stay in Hartford you know what the employment levels are going to be uh, you know that that's who, who knows on that end uh, because you know the corporate jobs have gone to to to, to uh, Rhode Island with CBS um, but uh, even even within the corporate c-suite at, at CBS there's still a lot of Aetna ties there um, so he, he I was surprised by the, the commitment that he was talking about for for Aetna in, in Hartford again he made no employee guarantees the numbers could could shift upward or downward uh, over the years but um, at least for 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 the time being the headquarters will will stay here can I ask you a question you might not know like the head the president of Aetna where is that person on on the the org chart for CVS? So he's also has a title of executive vice president at, uh, at CVS Health. So he has sort of a C-suite title with the parent company too. So he um, is he a so direct report to the CEO? Yes, he's a di- okay. he's a direct report to Karen Lynch, who's the CEO of of CVS Health, and, and Karen Lynch was the former president of, of Aetna. So there there still is that tight connection. Uh, in fact, they just named uh, CBS just named a new CFO who was a former CFO of, of Aetna. So th- there's still a strong tie there. You know, obviously, when whenever your company get, uh, a local company gets acquired by an out of state company, it's never usually a good sign. And um, you know, and, and, pr- and probably Aetna has definitely lost some influence over the last few years. Uh, but uh, I, I thought overall it was a, was a positive coming away from uh, my you know the fact that even you know they. Have, they allowed us to sit down with the president, I think was a good sign that yeah. they wanted to to say that they are still committed to the market. We're talking with Greg Bordenero from the Hartford Business Journal on Connecticut Business Blend every Monday here at 8.50 on Brian and Company. A couple other people on that five to watch, you know, John Maduco, we've had him on the show. Uh, it, you know, it's now they've sort of combined all the, I believe, all the community colleges into one umbrella. Uh, but enrollment's down. I mean, if he's one to watch, how's he going to get those numbers back up? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Now, you know, enrollments down, deficits are up. They're still fighting off big deficits uh, for next fiscal year. They have done some recent uh, job cuts and position eliminations, which have helped uh, tame the current year deficit. But they're facing still about a forty, fifty million dollar deficit in the next fiscal year. Um, you know, they, they want to promote programs that are popular among students. You know, healthcare is still in demand. Things like that, manufacturing is still in demand. They want to promote the in demand. Um, 
fields and programs. Also, non-degree programs, they're big on that. You know, stuff, maybe it's a uh, sort of a workforce development type uh, certification. They want to continue to develop those programs. But, you know, he faces an uphill challenge. Um, partly, you know, they're He's at the help, he's at the beck and call of the legislator in terms of how much funding the community college system gets. But you know the numbers have been significant in terms of the decline in enrollment at community colleges. And frankly, it's a problem at all colleges you know across the United States, um, and it's been exacerbated at the community college level. So you know he, he's got an uphill battle. And, and, but this is the first full year of a consolidated community college system, which was one of the, the reasons, with all those challenges uh, in the background, uh, which is one of the reasons we chose him as one of our five to watch. Yeah. Why did did you choose Marietta Lee from Lee Company? You know, the, the Lee Company is sort of, it's, it's a major employer. It employs 1,100 people in Connecticut. It's got uh, facilities in Essex and Westbrook. Kind of one of these companies that's family-owned, third-generation. It's gone under the radar, but it's a major employer. It's a, you know, manufacturer. They do uh, uh, fluid fluid control products, precision fluid control products, like shutoff valves that are on jet engines and things like that. So they're a major employer. She's also a top board member on the Connecticut Business and Industry Association. So she's got a dual role uh, where she's going to be, you know, having a, a, her hands in, you know, policy issues at the state legislature and then running this sort of giant family-owned company um, that, you know, kind of goes under the radar in Connecticut. Uh, but it's been but it's growing. They're investing in their campus right now. They're building out a new research and development center. Um, so they have a lot going on there. Good stuff. Harvard Business Journal, five to watch in 2024. The Economic Outlook Survey is out. Uh, check it out for yourself. Uh, as always, Greg, thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks, Brian. All right. Greg Bordenero from the Hartford Business Journal. Again, every Monday, 850, the Connecticut Business Plan. And, and there's some great content. And there's a lot of movers and shakers in the in the, the business world that make uh, massively important here in Connecticut. So I was it was really interesting to see those those profiles. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. 
So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.